2: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com/slash host.
0: Welcome to Date Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm a green smoothie enthusiast, a radical self-care advocate, and a dating mindset coach for ambitious women looking for a deep and meaningful romantic partnership. Each week, you'll hear me answer a frequently asked question from this community, interview experts in the field, or work directly with a caller as I coach them through a dating or relationship obstacle they're facing. I give practical advice and tangible action that you can apply to your own life so you can learn how to treat yourself the way you want to be treated, and get into the relationship you desire and deserve. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode 30 of Date Yourself Radio. And this is the fourth episode in a little summer series that I'm doing with my friend and business BFF or a business wife, really, Casey Berglund from worthyandwell.com. And if you've missed the previous three episodes, make sure you go back and listen to them. Scroll down on your iPhone, on iTunes, or Stitcher. We start episode 27, and we're talking everything about how to talk to men, how to meet men, where to meet men. And now we're talking about what it means to be a strong woman. Yeah. And I'm excited.
1: Yeah. This is going to be a great conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So Casey, and I, I, I maybe just a little disclaimer, like okay. I don't know that we have a really firm definition. <laughs> I think we're just kind of uh, exploring we're it. Gonna go at it, yeah, yeah. Maybe complete each other's sentences
0: for sure. <laughs>
1: Business wife, <laughs> <laughs> it's been happening since we've been spending face to face time together. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. I feel like I've gotten like engaged twice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we still have to celebrate. Okay, um, okay, so.
1: What does being a strong woman to you mean? Okay. Being a strong woman. I think for me, being a strong woman means being able to show up in the world in your most sort of authentic space. So being true to yourself, Mm -hmm. maybe is the simplest way to put it. And I think being a strong woman looks different in different scenarios at different times in life at different life stages. Um, But it would really, I think for me be about embracing who you truly are and being solid in your worth and also present with yourself and your, you know, feelings and present in relationships, present in your work. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what's, that's, what's coming to mind right now. This, yeah. this whole definition might change a week from now. So we'll probably have to do a lot of exploring yeah. of this topic. But yeah, what, what would you say right now in this moment?
0: So I have an image coming to my head mm-hmm. and it's the captain of a ship. Mm. I think that the way women have been conditioned in society for hundreds, if not thousands of years has been, you know, don't speak until you're spoken to. Basically being in this more um, uh, maybe passive. like passive state and being able to drive your own ship, whether or not the weather is really shitty and there's lots of thunder and storms and waves, or mm-hmm. if it's very smooth sailing. But mm-hmm. either way, like I don't want to use the word control because that word has some issues because we can't really control the storms, right? We can't mm-hmm. control what the weather is going to be. But we can certainly
1: drive the ship. Mm-hmm. And sort of
0: manage the inner world. Yeah. Because, Ooh. like, when the storm's really bad, there's a lot of little sailors running around, like, trying to make sure this ship, you know, goes, right? And mm-hmm. doesn't sink or goes in circles or whatever ships do when it's I'm not much
1: of a nautical person, <laughs> no but, but I'm loving <laughs> but this it's right what, now. But it's the, I'm, it's I'm the image it. that
0: came to my head, like, literally right when we pressed record. <laughs>
1: oh, I like it. I like it. I could kind of get on board with that, yeah, you know this this idea that um ultimately we are responsible for ourselves and our experience mm-hmm. of life to a certain extent, you know, certainly there's things that that happen in the environment and around you that could affect how They're you're like able- acts of God, you could say, yeah like, like for you sure, know. for sure, but I think in most things, we are responsible for our um own contentment with mm-hmm. our experience of life. Taking responsibility for your own happiness. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah. And not like waiting for a man or the weight mm-hmm. or the money <laughs> or the house or the car. Exactly. So oh. it's really this like thing of non attachment too. Yeah. Which is something that's hard sometimes to wrap mm-hmm. your head around. But I think this analogy of the ship, sometimes mm-hmm. weather's really shitty. But you still got to drive the ship, mm-hmm. and you no one else is going to drive your ship.
1: Mm-hmm. You got to do it. And then also, I think having awareness of what what the what's going to best serve you to drive the ship in the direction you want it to. And and you know the what's coming to mind right now is emotional stuff. You know, I think mm-hmm. as women, sometimes emotions are really suppressed because it's not super accepted. And like you said, we're kind of conditioned to not really be able to express emotions and have Mm -hmm. a voice for our emotions. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes I think when we have... Or we're accused of being too emotional. Totally. Right. So so there's judgment around Mm -hmm. it. Um, And I think it's actually really strong of a woman to be emotionally intelligent and to know, you know, if you're keeping yourself in a story and keeping yourself spiraling by... Playing into making those emotions worse and maybe balancing that with those moments in life where you really just got to feel what you got to feel. And, you know, the only way around it is through it to kind of move on and get to your destination or mm-hmm. what have you, you know? Going with the ship analogy. I, I'm still with the ship a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope you don't get into any sort of detailed technical ship oh. things because I don't know much about that. Neither do I. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I lived in the mountains. I grew up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't know, I know nothing. Ooh, I feel like we should build, like, an anchor into this analogy, though.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's – how would you do that? Well, I guess, you know, just go with the analogy. It's like when you hit a thunderstorm, mm-hmm. you got to really drive the ship. You can't just, like, hide out and hope for the best. I mean, you mm-hmm. could, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of times that – it's interesting, I – whether they're a new client or just someone in my community that I'm talking to, I'm like, okay, when – Basically, shit hits the fan. What do you do? Like, and a lot of times, what we think might be uh, appropriate ways I don't want to say appropriate because that's passing judgment, but like ways in which we think that will help us. It's really just avoiding the difficult emotions Mm -hmm. because the truth is, is that not everything is rainbows and butterflies and Mm -hmm. white wine. Right. Mm -hmm. Although we wish it was.
1: (laughs) Honestly, I think that's when a woman's strength is absolutely visible is when shit is hitting the fan. And, you know, I think that's kind of what you're getting to with the Mm -hmm. ship and the thunderstorms and all that good stuff. Yeah.
0: You got to keep driving the
1: ship. Yeah. And sometimes it's really hard.
0: And sometimes you might go off course a little bit. Sometimes you might get knocked around. Mm-hmm. But you got to keep going because mm-hmm. it's your life, and no one else is gonna, yeah, drive it for you. Yeah, and of course there's support. That's not really an anchor analogy. You know, you can hire, work with therapists, coaches, friends, parents.
1: Mm-hmm. All can be
0: amazing emotional support. So call them like your. What do you call like a captain's a system? crew? A crew? Yeah, I don't know. Is that right? I think so. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I think so. So you can have a crew. But at the end of the day, no one cares more about driving your ship than you do. Yeah. I like it. And I'm still thinking of an anchor analogy.
1: Uh, Just like, I I, I keep coming back to this sense of uh, groundedness or centeredness, you Mm. know, like being anchored In who you are. And you know what? This is kind of deep stuff. Like we can sometimes spend our whole lives trying to figure out who the hell are we? Right. Like, and what are we here for? And what's our purpose and all of this? And that can also get a little bit tiring. So, um, you know, (laughs) knowing uh, this is another piece of it, though, is like knowing when this diving deep into self development is the way to go or just like going out dancing is the Mm -hmm. way to go. Right. Um, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've said that. Like, um,
0: Sometimes I don't need to listen to another self-development podcast. Sometimes I don't need to read another self-development book. Sometimes I just need a porch and a glass of white wine Mm -hmm. or five minutes playing with my dog or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, and I guess when it comes to conversations in, in my community dealing with, you know, women and their relationship with food and their bodies, we sometimes eat for, for, various reasons but emotional Mm -hmm. reasons right and and we often talk about like is it okay to like you just said have a glass of wine to for kind of comfort and and you know sometimes that's just what you need Mm -hmm. but if you're always using wine or you're always using food to actually numb or cover up what you're actually feeling Mm -hmm. then I think that's not necessarily that epitome of of being a strong woman I think Yeah. yeah having the courage to step into vulnerability and feel what you're feeling and keep steering your ship. Like, and and that would look
0: like figuring out what the root of. Yeah. Whatever it is, you know, if you're feeling anxious or sad or again, whatever it is like sitting with it, meditating on it, journaling with it, working through it with a coach or a therapist, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's so, strong. It's really strong. That's super strong.
1: Yeah, I think not trying to do it all alone is a super courageous, strong act for, for women.
0: Yeah. And I think I talked about this two episodes ago when we talked about investing in yourself. Um, but one thing that was really hard for me was when Stevie and I first moved to Dallas and I was just getting my business started, I was, you know, he was financially supporting me. Mm-hmm. And I, that did not sit well with me. Um, I'm like, I'm a strong, independent woman. Mm -hmm. I don't need a man. Um, Mm -hmm. and it took a lot. And I worked with this coach that I talked about in that episode. You can head over to episode 28 to listen to what I'm talking about specifically. But, um, what my coach helped me do was basically to realize that I was being really strong to kind of be in this vulnerable space of allowing someone that I was dating. So not even married, but dating to financially support me. Well, I started this business as a business, starting a business, especially when it's a personal brand isn't already vulnerable enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then being like, well, if either the business fails or the relationship fails, I'm moving in with my mom. <laughs> That's like actually a very strong place to be in because it's super vulnerable. Mm-hmm. One crack in the ice mm-hmm. and I could be, you know,
1: yeah, back home. Well, it's that theme of receiving, yeah, you know, and, uh. I think when we sometimes think of the stereotypical strong, independent, career oriented woman, um, we can think of like uh, just this push, push, go, go, do everything alone. I don't need anyone. I'm going to go straight down this path and, you know, leave everyone else behind or whatever. So, yeah. Okay. Wait, keep going. So I was just going to say like, I think true strengths is um, being able to be supported and receive Mm -hmm. and, embrace all the various parts of yourself that make you a woman.
0: Yeah. So I think, you know, I can relate to being that strong independent career driven woman. Cause that's kind of like what my default is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, before I've gone through this transformation um, and I was in that space, I was basically a woman trying to play in a man's world and in some ways like be like a man. Like I had very, you know, it's was very like, do, 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 accomplish, goal, 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 you know, all that stuff. And which is great because you kind of need that masculine energy to, you know, get things done mm-hmm. in your life. But there wasn't this lack or there was this lack of feminine energy
1: mm-hmm. in my
0: presence and in my being, which I think kind of probably contributed to some failed relationships and things like that. Um, but I kind of think I was just trying to be a somewhat of a woman's version of a man or like a prettier version of a man rather than (laughs) rather than just you are quite beautiful veronica (laughs) rather than um actually owning that space as a woman Mm -hmm. and in some ways i felt like i actually rejected um being feminine Mm -hmm. because i saw feminine as being weak Mm. because it was like being financially supported by a guy and needing a guy. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it wasn't until I was able to see those being in that space of being financially supported by a guy mm-hmm. when, you know, when I first started my business, um, <clears throat> and also just being vulnerable to say, yeah, I really actually do want a relationship and I'm done with the dating that goes nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, When I started stepping really into that space was when really I felt more confident and kind of was driving my ship a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Um, But also to open the doors for the relationship that I have today, Mm -hmm. because I can still be this career oriented. Like we talked about in episode 28, that's like part of your self care. Yeah. (laughs) Like my work is me and I, my work. I mean, like I, yeah. Like I need my, I'll never retire, you know, those types mm-hmm. of things. Um, <clears throat> so, so yeah, I can, does
1: that make sense? It it does. Um, I want to speak a little bit to, you use the words like <laughs> a prettier version of a man or like man's <laughs> world or masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to say, cause I think some people might resonate with this. And I know, like, I think that you and I share similar sort of you know, almost feminist values too, right? And I think that when I first heard these terms, masculine and feminine energy, and um, I know it's often used in in personal development or in in the yoga world or what have you. I've heard it more in the dating world too. In the dating world, the spirituality sort of space. Mm -hmm. We talk about feminine and masculine energy. And I had a huge sort of aversion to this because I'm like, oh, this so just plays into gender stereotypes. And and the kind of feminist side of me is like, well, you know, aren't we fighting against this sort of separation of these inter- I had the same aversion. it's, it's just like a judgment same. or reaction or what have you and mm-hmm. and I think I've kind of come around to really enjoy and accept this exploration of feminine and masculine energy without mm-hmm. attaching the feminine to female and the masculine to male yes and just exploring sort of what that actually means and mm-hmm. what the balance of feminine and masculine actually means and also recognizing that you know, lots of my way of being is in that more masculine energy too, and wanting to accept and embrace the more feminine side of myself. Yeah. Um, So I just wanted to speak to that a little bit because I think some people could be listening and be like, you know, yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah,
0: Yeah, I totally think you're right. And just to go off even a little deeper with that, um, both men and women need some balance of a feminine masculine energy. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and it's not that necessarily men are always have the most masculine energy. I mean, they could, but they also (laughs) could not. Mm -hmm. And same with women, like women don't necessarily have all the feminine energy. Um, they could or couldn't. Right. Um, -hmm. and I kind of talk about the example with Stevie and, and me. So I work from home and, Mm -hmm. uh, When he gets home, like, oh my God, another human, like, yay, I can talk to someone. And so Mm -hmm. it's, I like want to hang out. I want to talk. I want to go on a walk with them. I want to, but he was just at the office all day talking to people. Like he needs to recharge Mm -hmm. and we used to get in a lot of fights because I would get really upset if he wanted to go nap or whatever for a half hour, um, And so then he would not get his nap and we'd hang out, but then he was being grouchy and didn't really want to be there with me and wasn't being present. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just escalated into just a lot of arguing and bickering and sometimes even like full-on fight. Mm -hmm. And when I was learning more about this masculine feminine energy thing, and I was like, wow, he has been in his masculine space all day, not because it's work and that's like the male environment, Mm -hmm. but just because work is getting shit done, that's Mm -hmm. masculine energy um, <clears throat> he needs to hang out his feminine energy for a little bit and he needs to restore, he needs to recharge, he needs to rest. Mm-hmm. And he comes home now and he takes his 30 minute nap, which gives me 30 minutes to kind of wind up the day for what I'm working on. And then he's done with his nap and we then can go on a walk. We can hang out, we can talk and it's great. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, I'm not gonna say, Oh, we never fight anymore, but like, the amount of just, like, being frustrated and bickering, especially during the week mm-hmm. when this kind of routine happens is, I mean, it's just so much better. Mm-hmm. And another thing is that when CV and I go on vacations, I like to plan. I'm a planner. And that's more of, like, a masculine, you know, masculine is anything that's related to structure. And, you know, so mm-hmm. if you're less familiar with masculine feminine energy. And um, he – so I like to plan the trip where CV's like, meh you know, Mm -hmm. do whatever I like, you know, I'll go with the flow, which is more of like the feminine being in the flow type of space. Mm -hmm. So that was just a really long way to say that, you know, supporting that I had the same aversions and masculine from energy playing into these gender stereotypes where it's Mm -hmm. really not attached to male, female.
1: Right. Yeah. Um, But how does, you know, how do we bring this back to being, being like a strong woman, I think is embracing all sides of yourself like not suppressing your feminine side in a maybe more masculine energy culture yeah um and just honoring who you really are is what i think
0: yeah and i think that the more that i can balance feminine masculine within myself and within the relationship and within my business and within just the way that i carry myself Mm -hmm. um that to me makes me feel like i can really drive this ship Mm -hmm. and I think I have an anchor analogy. Um, (laughs) Yeah.
1: See, I knew we'd figure stuff out as we just rambled on about, (laughs) about
0: these topics. Yeah. So, so again, masculine energy is like the energy of like doing and getting stuff done. So that would be equivalent to actually like driving the ship. Right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes like the ship needs to not drive. I see where the anchor's coming in. Yeah. And so then the anchor goes down. And the ship can rest. It can restore. Maybe you fill the gas up. Maybe you do repairs if there's, like, repairs that the ship needs. Bob on
1: the waves on the waves. Just go
0: with the flow. Have a bit of fun. Yeah. Maybe go for a quick dip. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's the feminine energy. Great. And I think being able to embrace both of those and be equally – what's the word? Like, nurturing to both of the masculine and
1: feminine? Nurturing, accepting – Aware, yeah. I think that passionate for. Yeah, I think that makes. Yeah, a woman a
0: strong woman, and and the and the thing that I really like about this analogy of the ship and all the other things we talked about is that it comes in many flavors. Mm -hmm. There's lots of different kinds of times of types of boats and ships, Mm -hmm. and there's lots of different places to drive your ship so there's mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. places or different life experiences that we have some people are going to live in the arctic where they're dealing with icebergs some people are going <laughs> to live in, near the Caribbean. equator where there's yeah. like hurricanes or whatever so we all have our
1: barriers, experiences or yeah. our
0: barriers um
1: but either way we still have to navigate the ship mm-hmm I love it. And and the other piece too is like, you can't just be steering all the time. We need to put the anchor down sometimes and take, especially if you're on a long path. I was listening to the radio about this guy who's like, I think canoeing across the whole ocean by himself. And I'm like, mm. oh my gosh, that sounds scary. But if you think about life as this long-term journey or this maybe water world <laughs> trip around the world like it's a long ways you can't just steer the whole time without ever mm-hmm. putting an anchor down yeah there has to be those those moments of rest and restoration and um nothingness yeah to balance out the doing yeah, yeah. and i think
0: you know a lot we're we kind of live in a society where a strong woman is believed to be that wo- woman who's always driving the ship mm-hmm. and when she is in that space it's really hard to be open to a relationship mm-hmm. both like friends and mm-hmm. romantic relationships absolutely so all types of relationships really um and and we just begin to build these walls around this or in that space and it's hard to be vulnerable and then it gets into the cycle of uh it gets into the cycle of well we don't want to be vulnerable we think relationships or being vulnerable or being feminine is weak, mm-hmm. and so then we just keep driving, maybe go even faster, and mm-hmm. go like drive later and later into the night. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's something that I can one hundred percent relate to. Like, oh, it's time for a minute, man. Like, and so I would just do all the things that involved career and work, and probably some friend stuff too. So I was, you know, doing that, um, but just telling myself and telling others that I had no interest in a relationship, and that was just not what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, again, I think we've talked about this, but that just really feeds into this, the cycle. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think one reason or one thing that I, you know, still going off this analogy is the reason why it feels safe to be in that masculine space and why that might seem like it's a strong place to be is because we have a lot of control. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we turn the thing, right. Whatever that thing's called, the ship's going to go, right. If we turn the ship left, it's going to go left, right? Mm -hmm. But if we drop the anchor, we're just kind of bobbing up and down, you know, and we're going to shift a little bit with the length of the chain of the anchor. Mm -hmm. We don't really have control where we're going to shift. I mean, Mm -hmm. we do have, I mean, like Mm -hmm. it's not the perfect analogy, right? Because we're still an anchor and like, we're not going to go too far off, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's still like this idea of like the shift might drift a little right and it might drift a little left. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of women, myself included,
1: that's a really scary place to be in because mm-hmm. we feel like we don't have control. And for for me, something that comes to mind when I think about that space is that's where like the flavor and the joy and the spontaneity and the pleasure and and excitement kind of comes from mm-hmm. too, you know, and adventure. So, um, and that's it, all in the feminine space. It makes life spicier and, mm-hmm. and joyful. Yeah. Cool.
0: And I think being in, again, just to tie it up, like, and wrap it up, like, just being in that, still being able to be the captain of that ship, whether you're driving the ship or the ship's anchored, like that, that's a strong woman. That's a strong woman. All right. I like it. All right. I think we've made a pretty good definition, right? Not definition,
1: but, like, description. Analogy. (laughs) Analogy. Anchors, ships, parts of ships we don't know the names of, you know, like, (laughs) the crew, the sailors. (laughs) Yes,
0: we've, we've tied in a lot of stuff. So, totally. if anyone is, you know, more nautical,
1: <laughs>
0: and you have. Enlighten us. More, yes, please enlighten us. And then also
1: let us know some other terms that we can play with. Yeah. And to use this I analogy. think it would be really sweet to uh, just start a, a real amazing conversation about this question like yeah. what does it mean to be a strong woman we've just shared kind of off the top of our minds some things that are coming up in the flow of our conversation in this i literally moment. made
0: this ship thing up when i it came i didn't make it i came to my head came yeah. to my mind when we pressed record
1: yeah exactly so we, like literally this is kind of off this the is cuff. completely off the cuff and um in the moment which is super fun yeah but i would love to hear other ladies perspectives about what, what this really means. Yeah. And, and kind of questions around, you know, what else we can explore in this realm of definitely what it means to be a strong woman. And then hopefully like how, how do we do it and how do we collectively embrace the strength?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So let us know. Um, The best way probably to do that is in the Facebook group. So head over to VeronicaGrants.com forward slash community You'll probably see a post of this episode, so feel free to comment on that post or mm-hmm. just make, make a new post and I'll definitely see it in case you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we definitely want to see where this conversation
1: goes. Absolutely. Awesome. This is really fun. Super fun. It's like such a pleasure to uh, be able to sit down and record about some awesome topics and just like yeah. share in this physical space right now <laughs> with you two.
0: I feel like Casey and I have just been chatting about everything life and business for the past few days and sometimes it seems we have microphone on and sometimes we don't but it just feels super natural and we just our chemistry works well and we bounce off each other really well and we talked about our strengths Mm -hmm. and weaknesses and very complimentary so this was super fun Mm -hmm. thanks for spending all this time podcasting with me my sincere pleasure thanks for coming to visit Thank you. Thank Thank you for having me. All right, y'all. We will see you next week, uh, episode 31, Date Yourself Radio. Till then, happy dating. Hey, y'all. Veronica here. I am so excited to announce that the next live round of the Date Yourself Challenge is right around the corner. This challenge delivers 10 daily dates for you to have with yourself so you can start attracting the relationship you dream of into your life. Each challenge will be simple and take a few minutes to complete. If you do them, you won't be able to avoid having more fun dating and attracting higher quality men. Hundreds of women have gone through the challenge and I am blown away by their results. Women report feeling more like themselves than they have in years, more confidence and a clear vision of what their ideal relationship looks and feels like. So what does that translate to attracting higher quality men going on great dates and and easily saying no to the relationships that just aren't right. And the best part, it's totally free. The next live round of the challenge starts Friday, September 9th. To join, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash Date Yourself Challenge. After you join, you're going to get an email from me with all the info you need to succeed during the challenge. So the most important thing in that email is to join the private Facebook group that's just for all the women doing the Date Yourself Challenge. This is a safe place where you can share your daily dates, meet other like-minded women and get support from the entire community and me. Again, the link to join is veronicagrant.com forward slash date yourself challenge. I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to date yourself radio. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at veronicagrant.com forward slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive free coaching with me in an upcoming episode or submit your question. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe to it in iTunes. I would also be so grateful if you left a review since that helps me share the power of dating yourself with more women. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be a part of my community at veronicagrant.com. Until next week, here's to treating yourself the way you want to be treated. Much love and happy dating.